0: Do you ever feel that during your journey through life that you're ill-prepared for the challenges that you face? Do you feel that you just don't have the necessary provisions for your journey? Do you feel that your journey through life is like traveling a desert road and the destination just doesn't seem to be getting any closer? Welcome to Traveling Desert Roads podcast. I'm Joe Todd, and with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Scriptures, we're going to walk through life, and possibly some of our own desert roads, while allowing the Scriptures to teach, equip, comfort, and prepare us for life's journey. The Bible was God-inspired for knowing what to do in life's most difficult situations. Together, we travel our desert roads while digging into the Holy Scriptures to equip ourselves for those journeys. Come. Let the Holy Spirit be our guide and give us the provisions that we need so we are never alone, even when we feel like we are traveling desert roads. Let's begin our journey, shall we? Good morning and welcome to another Traveling Desert Roads. This week we are getting in, we're just going to continue with Romans. We finished up uh, last week with Romans 12. This week we're going to do Romans 13. Um, So let's begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, creator of all your children, almighty God, Lord, I praise you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for all the things that we have, Lord, the gift of your Son. and That we know that someday that you will wipe away all tears and that we will live and re- be with you and just praise you, Lord. Pray, Lord, that this message is of you, not of me. That it will glorify you and draw people closer to you. Help us to draw closer to you in Jesus' name. <clears throat> okay. Chapter 13. Um, we're gonna go through the whole the whole chapter. It's not a big chapter, it's about uh 14, 14 verses, and uh so beginning with verse one. Let every soul be subject to the government of governing authorities, for there's no authority except from God, and the authority that exists are appointed by God. This is an interesting point because, you know, sometimes we feel like, you know, someone has been, you know, we have a non- non-believer as, as, as somebody who's in charge of us in some form of capacity, whether it's, you know, somebody that's your boss or somebody that's your, you know, supervisor or, you know, whatever, um, a parent, whatever it is, the, the Bible clearly states that we are supposed to be subject to the governing authorities, that God has allowed that to happen. And 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 what we gotta think about this is, and, and if we if we remember from last week, we gotta take we gotta take the um the 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 vantage point of heaven instead of earth. So that means we need to always be thinking about when we do stuff, how is it gonna affect the kingdom of God as opposed to how's it gonna affect me? Okay. We got to get away from the belief that, you know, everything's about me. And then, you know, like where I work at, the joke is, you know, that the the world revolves around me. And uh just the other day, yesterday, actually, uh I asked one of the custodians, he was carrying some big boxes. I'm like, ooh, is that for me? He goes, no. I'm like, oh, so the world really doesn't revolve around me. He goes, "Well, it's technically for you, but I know it's junk, so I'm just going to throw it away, but it's really still revolving around you." Um it's it's one of those things that's kind of kind of a funny funny um <coughs> you know joke but seriously, we've got to think of ourselves from the vantage point of heaven, that you know we might be going through something, but if we continue to be subject to those people, that we do what they ask us to do, and we do it with a smile on our face, they're going to be like, why are they so happy? I'm trying to make their life miserable. And what's happening is, is that, that you will end up drawing that person to God. You know, I, I'm a strong believer that you do more preaching through action than you do through your words. I mean, it's very easy to preach words right I mean I get on this podcast I talk for you know 20 to 50 minutes and uh, it's very easy to just you know talk and do stuff I mean it's like I tell my students I go everyone knows the right thing to do I mean we have I mean but I don't know where it is in the Bible but the Bible says that he's placed placed it on our hearts so we know right from wrong I mean we know that but uh, we tend to choose to do otherwise I mean when we're uh, right now, the right now, one of the things, one of the lessons that we're working at, working on in in uh, uh, class is, um, you know, taking taking um, responsibility of your actions. And it's like, you know, it asks. She was like six questions, I believe. The first question is, "What is your present situation?" I mean, you know, you're you're failing English or or whatever the, whatever the situation is. Um, I'm unhappy at work or whatever the situation is. What's your situation? What would you like your question two is What would you like your situation to be? Question three is um, Do I have a choice? And 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 the you know if you if you really read the book that we're that we're reading, you do have a choice. Um, maybe not to change the situation, but you have a choice to change how you perceive it. Um, then the fourth question is um, What are my options? And then you list out everything that you can do. Like let's say my situation is failing English you know, do, uh, you know, what do I want my situation to be? I want to be passing English. Do I have a choice here? Yes. What are my options? Well, my options are I can study, I can go to a tutor, I can do nothing. And uh, then the the fifth question is, is what would be the possible outcomes of each one? Okay, so what would be, what would be the outcome if I studied? What would be the outcome, potential outcome if I um, went to a tutor? What would be the potential outcome if I didn't do anything? And uh then, <clears throat> then the last question is, and this is the most important one, is which one would you commit to? Because like I said, if 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 God has put on our heart the truth and we know we know right from wrong, then the the big question becomes is what um are we willing to take on? What what are we gonna commit to? Okay, because it's you know it's very easy to say, I'm not gonna commit to going to a tutor. It's too much time. I don't want to do it. Even though we might know it's right. I mean, it's just like weight loss. You know, I know how to lose weight. I've done it a million times. I mean, I've lost probably a ton, literally, over the course of my life. You know, 2,000 pounds up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, But, uh, maybe not 2,000, but I've lost quite a bit. Um, But, you know, when I say, okay, yeah, um, you know, hey, I'm going to eat this Twinkie. Well, I know eating the Twinkies wrong, am I going to commit to not eating the Twinkie? You know, it it depends. I mean, that's one of the things that that we're learning. Well, we can apply that here. Okay? You know, your boss might be, you know, or supervisor or whatever parent whatever, you might feel, "Hey, they're not following God's law. They're not doing whatever." But, you know, if we remember from last week, vengeance, you know, the the Bible says um vengeance is mine I will repay says the Lord you know if your if your enemy is hungry feed him if it's thirsty give him a drink for in doing so you will heap uh, coals of fire on his head you know do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good so what we're supposed to be doing is with our with those in authority over us that we should be praying for them if you feel like you are being you know Fe- treated unfairly or whatever, you need to be, be praying blessings on them. You need to be praying for wisdom on these people, that they see the truth and that they would be drawn to, closer to God. And and in the meantime, you do your job with a smile on your face, just and glorifying God. You know, thank you God. I love you know, thank you God that I have a paycheck. Thank you God for that. You that you give me the things that I need. Thank you God for using me. That I that that somehow at this place of whatever your situation is. People might see you through my actions um, therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinances of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves that's a pretty that's a pretty hard thing to take on, right? I mean think about this: therefore whoever resists authority, so if you're not listening to someone that's an authority over you then in by according to scripture you are resisting God is that hard that might actually make it a little bit easier though if you think about it that that if you're that if you are um <coughs> if you are doing it for God it's probably a lot easier than if you're doing it for the person that <laughs> the person that you uh that you're uh working under um because it's very difficult. I mean, I remember, I remember when I was reading the scripture once um, that um, m- my supervisor and I weren't getting along, and I just began to pray and always praying, always praying, always praying, and I feel I have a great relationship, you know. Um, and it's it's one of those things, like, but part of me is still like distrusting, if you will, because you know, you're like, what's changed? What has happened? You know. And, you know, praise God, I don't know what happened, I don't know what took place, but we seem to do really well. Um, For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unfair? Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you you will have praise from the same. You know, if you're doing good from your boss, I mean, think about this, if you don't like your boss... And you're and you're doing an excellent job. Like my job is to make you look good, you know. After a while, they're gonna be like, "Wow, this guy is a great worker, or this gal is a great worker." And you might you might even see a promotion. I've also one thing that I tell people is I tend to be harder on the ones that I know can do a lot more. Okay, so in my classroom, in my classroom, um, you know, the students are like, "Oh, you don't like me." I, on the contrary, I think you're going to do very well. You know, that's why I'm pushing you. You know, other people that don't really have the desire to do computers, those people that don't have whatever, you know, okay, I'm not going to quite push them quite as much as someone who I want to do computers. I'm good at doing computers, but I just need a little push to get me motivated. Um, for he is God's minister to you for good. Now that's, doesn't that seem like a slap in the face? You know, but we are growing. I mean every, every, every day there's something in our life. I mean we can't just have a smooth life. I mean if we had a smooth life then we would become very comfortable here. Now remember, as a child of God, this is not home. We are not going to leave home when we die. We are going to go home. I mean we're gonna be, I mean think about the vacations, I love vacationing, I mean, I love traveling, that's me, Um, but you know what, when I come home, or I'm very like, oh, I'm home, you know, I love being home, I like to get away, but there's no place like home, just like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz says, there's no place like home, Um, so, you know, here he is, you know, He's God's Minister to you for being good, so as we go through these situations, we are growing, whether or not you believe it or not, you know if you look back 2020, 2020 hindsight on any bad situation you have and you take take what you learn from there, you're like, "Huh, wow, God's pretty wise, yeah, <laughs> you know, but during it, you're like, "Ah, he doesn't know what he's doing he need, He needs to listen to me. I know what needs to happen um." And it's funny because you sometimes you don't even have the vantage point of, of your supervisors. You don't know why they do what they do. And sometimes, just because of time, like I do this with my students, I'm like, look, there's times that I'm going to be able to explain. I'm going to try to explain why I do everything that I do. But if I don't, do what I told you to do and then come back and ask me because there's not, there's not always time to tell you why we did what we did prior to. Um, and I learned that when I was doing my principal's license, um, when I had to do my internship. I had to do an internship as a principal, an internship under the superintendent. And I found out, wow, some of the things that I got excited about seemed very minimal when I was at the principal's level because there was so much more stuff going on. So all of a sudden I'm like, hmm, I'm not going to be sending people down to the office quite as much. I need to, need to maybe pick up some slack or something here um, because of that. Uh, I had a, uh, a friend of mine said, you should never, you should never talk bad about somebody else's job unless you, you know, the, the job that they're doing, them, unless you've done done it for two weeks. Because we don't know all the things that are going on in their head, but if we do it, we'll, we'll sure have a good, good idea. Um, but if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also be for, for conscience sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render therefore all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs are due, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. You know, there's, you know I've, I'm sure you've heard, well, I'm not going to respect them because they don't respect me. You know what, that's an earthly view it's not it's not a godly view preach the word of god by honoring those people by respecting those people um you know i had a i had somebody tell me once sometimes it's easier to respect the position you have the title you know i one thing that i noticed um when president obama became went into office um i god really convicted me that I don't like, I didn't like saying Obama. He is the President of the United States. Therefore, he deserves the title, President Obama. And it was something, it was funny because, you know, I started telling people this. I'm like, you know, I, you know, um, during the election stuff, it was, you know, Obama and McCain Obama. You know, and just going back and forth. But as soon as he became President... I'm like President Obama. It really bothered me when people said Obama. I'm like, he's the president of the United States, and I, you know, and not even bringing in politics because I didn't, I didn't vote, I didn't vote for him. Um, but my president, right or wrong, he holds that position, and therefore, I will respect him and respect his authority. And when whatever the commander-in-chief asks, I need to be doing. It. God has allowed him to be in office for whatever. So we need to therefore render all that people is due, anything that's due. Taxes to, t- taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs are due, fear to whom fear is due, honor to whom honor is due. Um... Oh, no one anything except to love one another, for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not be false witness, you shall not covet. If there is any other commandment, all are summed up in the saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. If you love your neighbor as you love yourself, basically what the Bible is saying is you're going to fulfill all the laws and all the requirements. You're going to do you're going to do everything that that God has asked you to do. And love does not have to be the tingly feelings that people you know want to have. Like I don't love that person. Well there's there's an agape love. Agape is a love that um that that God has for us, a true love. We need to have that agape love for um, everyone, even the people that annoy you, even the people that talk bad about you, you need to have love for them. And this, these things, and you know, like I said at the beginning, it's very easy to say right, the right words. It's much more difficult to do them, right? I mean, cause there's people that I'm like, oh my goodness, this person is driving me nuts, you know, and, uh, we have to be very careful of how we, how we interact with, with these people. You know, sometimes I'm like, man, you know, during a parent-teacher conference or something, you know, we won't see eye to eye. And I'm like, gosh, I hope I was a good witness. Or I don't think I was a good witness. I think I really need to watch what I say or watch what I do. You know, um, it's very difficult. You know, you get into a confrontation and, you know, you you feel like you almost have to repay evil for evil. But the Bible says, tut, tut, no, 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 don't do that. Don't never repay evil for evil. Mine is to re. Avenge, says the Lord. Um, love does not harm a neighbor; therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. If you want to, if you want to do what God wants you to do, then love. If you love everybody, you're going to be fulfilling the law. And do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. You've got to be careful how easy it is to put anything above God. What we need to do is make sure that we are fulfilling the law, that we are putting on the armor of God. And one way of doing that is watching podcasts like this, going to your local church, um, getting into the word every day, praying. You might say, I don't know how to pray. Praying is as easy as talking. Some, you know, I I heard a pastor once say, if you want to you want to get you wanna get uh um a good way to practice, then what you do? Take it take a chair, set it in front of you, and talk to Jesus as Jesus was sitting in that chair. And it's a great way to start. Jesus loves you, God loves you, I love you. And as we go through our desert roads to the paths that things seem to be you know that we're thirsty that we're in need we need to remember that God is there and as we change our mindset from you know why is this happening to me more to what can I glean from this what can I learn from this what is God wanting me to get from this Or what is God wanting me to do through this? How is he, you know, how can I be available for God, for his kingdom? Speaking of his kingdom, I recommend going to um, Billy Graham's website. It's a different video. It's not the one that I really, you know, that I used to really like. But change happens, and it's hard. But if you go to, um, should still be, wwwtravelingdesertrosecom forward slash graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, and there's a video there that talks about the things that Christ died for us and salvation. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, then we are all brothers and sisters in Christ, and such to love one another. Throughout this week and the rest of your life, I pray that this word meditates on your heart. That we would put on the armor of light. To be subject to those in authority over us. To love our neighbor as ourselves. And to be available for whatever God has called us to do. May God bless you and your family this week. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, create of all your children, Almighty God, Lord, thank you for this message. Lord, we pray that this message, that you touch our hearts, our mind, our soul, and our strength, that we put this into practice today and for the rest of our lives. Help us to be patient and pause when we feel like we need to get a dig in Help us to have the vantage point of heaven and not from ourselves. Be a light to our feet. Guide us, protect us, and use us today. In Jesus' name. Once again, God bless you and your family. Amen.